0: Friends, welcome back to the Making It in the Messy Middle podcast. My name is Kate, and I'm so grateful that you're here with us today. I just can't wait to see how we're going to grow together. Hey, everyone. I am so grateful that you have decided to come back for our sixth and final podcast on the topic of domestic violence I'm so sorry that life happened last week. I was not able to get this episode recorded, so I apologize for missing a week, but I appreciate you guys being super patient with me. We've done a lot of work so far looking into this topic. Um, I know that I've learned a lot of really great things, and I hope that you have too. Um, And I know I said this last week, but this has turned into more of a series than a mini series. I just, I feel like I'm doing a major disservice to this topic. If I don't cover at least a few of the higher highlights, and I've said this almost every week, I will say it again. This is not something that being completely tackled in just a few episodes. We can never know everything. Um, that's why it's really super important to continue your education on your own, continue with your own research and do just a whole lot of listening to people who've experienced or are experiencing this in their lives. So let's go ahead, dive right down. Let's get to this last bit. What should you expect on the other side of an abusive or controlling relationship? What does it look like after you leave? so far we've looked at topics like shame um, emotional abuse confinement financial abuse and red flags so maybe you're having more of an idea if the relationship that you're in is a controlling relationship and maybe you've decided to make that step maybe you've decided that what is best for you is to leave that relationship and that's really scary um and so i want to give us just some of the groundwork of what that can look like on the other side Like I said, this can be one of the scariest and most complicated parts of the process. Just to be honest, it's entering a whole new unknown, and that is never easy. Um, And I'll go ahead and tell you, this will be a healthier and eventually a more peaceful unknown. So I want you to hang with me through this bumpy podcast. Don't lose hope, because the point here is to show you what to expect. Good, bad, and ugly to help take some of the fear out of it. Like we talked about last week, kind of knowing what to expect can help to reduce that traumatic freeze response and help you to know how to move forward in the best ways. And so we're after looking at all of those things, we're gonna look at some ways to cope with this this new. And once again, just like before, I'm gonna use parts of my story. They're gonna be meshed in with the stories of some people I work with and then some of the research that I have done on this topic. And just keep in mind that everyone's other side will look a little different because there are different ways that people leave. Some leave and go live alone. Some go to stay with family. Some go to an emergency shelter. Some were kicked out. Some left of their own choice. Some have kids that they bring with them. Some have kids that have to stay behind. And some have no children at all involved in the process. So it's going to be different for everybody, but I just kind of want us to look at some of the basic unknowns that just about everybody's going to face. And then you can go and talk to someone about your unique situation to gain some insight on what this unknown, what this other side will look like for you. So, the first thing and one big thing to expect is obviously a lot of emotion. There are emotional responses with every change, every new that's to be expected. So, learning to brace yourself for the tor- turmoil that you're feeling and and what your feelings are going to kind of take you through there will be feelings of anxiety you know did i do the right thing did i act in haste maybe i can go back maybe they'll let me come back if i blank there's going to be feelings of confusion i mean was that really as bad as i thought it was maybe i was actually the toxic one and i manipulated them into controlling me there's going to be feelings of anger How could they do this to me? What what were they thinking? How did I get myself into that mess? There's going to be feelings of sadness. I miss them. Why wasn't I enough for them? What did I do wrong? There'll be feelings of loneliness. They were the only one who actually cared about me, and now they're gone. Who can I turn to now? There will be feelings of shame. What did I do wrong? Why did I let it get this far? Why couldn't I handle myself? There will be feelings of overwhelm. What have I gotten myself into? What can I do next? What do I do next? How am I going to survive this? There will be feelings of relief. I'm safe. I'm away. Just to name a few, right? And you may feel all of these things at one time. That's pretty rare. You'll probably um, you'll probably feel them all at once, not one at a time in a scary feeling spiral that just seems completely unending at times and i want you to remember in those moments that you're not your feelings they are things that you move through but they're not things that make you who you are so take time to give notice to your feelings let them know hey i see you and honor them talk to your feelings let them know they deserve to have space within you but they are not allowed to take over you know Journal. Get them out of your head and onto the paper. All of your feelings arise for a reason. And trauma can make those reasons as to why these feelings are coming up really fuzzy. And they can make those feelings a whole lot louder and a whole lot stronger. So hang in there. Um, Because something to be aware of throughout all of this is that these feelings are going to stay just as strong as they are in the beginning three years from now. And I know that is not fun to hear. Trust me. But that's the nature of grief and of trauma. There'll be days when you don't feel those things. All you feel is relief. There'll be days you don't think about it at all. Or maybe you only feel some of these emotions. But on the days when things just really roar back up in your ear or you're triggered by something, these feelings will be just as loud and confusing as they were in the beginning. Remember that this is not something to just push through, to just ignore, to put blinders on and just keep going. I know it feels like it, and it feels a lot easier to just grin and bear it, and that may be what some people are expecting you to do, but that's only going to cause further damage. Do exactly what you did three years from now when you did when they first began. Be gentle with yourself. Be gentle with your feelings. Let them know, I hear you. I see you. I get it. And yet you don't get to win. Another thing to expect is there's going to be this change in the way that you see the world. This happens with any form of trauma. And this instance is completely no different. Um, I want you to think of it this way. This is an analogy that I use a lot. When COVID happened, we went through a collective traumatic experience it began with this buildup, this anticipation and anxiety about what to expect, what the, what the mess is going on, um, and then we hit lockdown, and we kept telling ourselves, life will go back to normal soon. Like, we're going to do these two weeks of lockdown, and then life's going to go back to normal, and then two weeks turned into, like, what, six months, and it just, like, it was craziness. But even after the lockdown ended, we still had to wear masks everywhere. And then the vaccine came out and came around and the division that we thought could not get any worse was just completely inflamed. Now, some wore masks, others didn't. Places required masks, other places didn't. Um, And all the while, we just kept hearing the phrases, unprecedented times and new normal. And we're just like bucking against the thought, right? Like, if I hear that one more time, I'm just, I'm just going to lose it. And now two years later, we still have this sense of apprehension every time that we hear a case in our town or when we hear that person coughing. We distrust our friends and our family because of the comments that they made on Facebook during lockdown or when the vaccine came out. Some people are too scared to leave the house and some people still wear masks when they go out. They were right. We have a completely new normal. Individual trauma is a lot like that. It's the same way. There'll be some who distrust friends and family for the ways that things went down during their time in that relationship. Some will distrust the whole world for fear that everyone's going to remind them of their partner, everything that they get into. All of these people are going to be just as controlling. Many will have triggers they're going to throw for the whole day without even knowing what happened, um, and anxiety is just going to set in. Normal is forever going to be different. I'm sorry, but you're not going to get back to the before. But the truth is that there are so many ways to grow and embrace the new. It starts by mourning and grieving the old. You have to do this in order to move forward. Just like we give honor to our emotions, we have to give honor to our past. There was a you before this traumatic thing happened. What was that person like? Were they trusting, more open? What was different? Grieve that person. And then move into trusting that you are who you are now. And you're still lovable and you're still likable. Give yourself that love first. Write a note. Write a note to the past you and write a note to the future you. Let them both know. Hey, I love you. I honor you. Tell them what you wish you could have said and what you want them to know then see ways to grow into these new boots that you're wearing what's changed that you like what have you gained through this experience through what you have overcome that you don't want to lose what can you do to help yourself improve on these new aspects how can you find new or old people in your life that you know you can trust what does this new form of trust look like what do these new boundaries look like How can you learn to open up in healthy ways again? How can you cope now? What skills that didn't work before do work now? What worked before but doesn't work now? What does your new normal look like? And what do you want it to look like? You get this awesome chance to move forward in your own ways now. No one can tell you how to move forward. So how will you decide to do that? Prepare. Prepare for triggers okay there will be days that you don't even know what hit you it could be a smell it could be a song it could be a place that you drove by it could be a car that looks like your partner's car and all of a sudden you're just spiraling your chest is tight your body changes temperature breathing just feels completely impossible you get fidgety what you're having is a trauma response these moments may come really frequently at first and then get a lot fewer as time goes on Or the exact opposite may be true. For some people, you're going to feel nothing at first, and then the responses become out of control later on. Both of these are valid responses. Neither one means that what you experienced was worse than or less than exactly what it was, exactly what you experienced. And I keep going back to it because as much as sometimes I hate it, and as much as I sometimes just want to look at my therapist and be like, shut up when she says it, I know that it works. So I'm going to say it again. Notice it. Explore what's changing in your body. Notice what's going on around you that may have sparked this response inside of you. See what might can be done to help lessen the hold that this trigger or these emotions have on you. Some days you're not going to be able to figure out what triggered you. You're not going to know what it was that got you to this state. But if you start by noticing those changes in your body, then you're going to be more likely to feel it coming on more quickly next time. So then you can go ahead and pop those coping skills in right when it starts. Let's talk about some of those coping skills. One great coping skill is talking to yourself. No, that does not make you crazy. Not at all. Um, I mean, speak kind words to yourself. You may not have anybody else doing that. So imagine, imagine that you're talking to a child or you're talking to your best friend or you're just talking to someone that you love. Talk to yourself like that. Let yourself know, "Hey, you're safe. You're strong. You have survived up until this point and you will continue on. You're heard and you're respected." Another really helpful tool is tapping. I know that sounds really weird, but tap on your knees. Put Right hand on right knee, left hand on left knee, and alternate hands. Tap right knee, and then tap left knee, and then right knee, and then left knee. Back and forth at a slow and steady rhythm. This is going to help you to activate both sides of your brain in a way that will help your body and your mind to better process what's happening and help you to move forward. It feels weird, I know, um, but I promise that it works. And if tapping on your knees doesn't work, cross your arms over your chest. And tap on your shoulder. So you'll have your left hand tapping on your right shoulder and your right hand tapping on your left shoulder. And again, back and forth. Slow and steady rhythm. All right. Let your breathing go with you. You can also do some helpful breathing. Again, I know it sucks to be told, just take a deep breath. Because you feel like you're choking. You feel like somebody's, you know, completely constricted your airway. And again, you just want to be like. Do you hear yourself when someone says that? So don't be hard on yourself if your deep breath is a really shallow breath. That's okay. Breathe in as much as you can, and then breathe out as much as you can, as slowly as you can. You can try some square breathing. Inhale for four seconds. Hold for four seconds. Exhale for four seconds. Hold for four seconds. And repeat as much as you need to. And if you need to do each of those for three seconds, then do it for three seconds. Modify it as needed so that it works for you. Coping skills are as modifiable as you let them be. I love taking a coping skill and being like, well, that doesn't work, but let me meld it in with this coping skill and see what does work. That is such an amazing sign of resiliency. No textbook has ever seen a case just like yours. It's impossible so take what works for you and do with it what you can the more you modify them to work for you then the better they're going to be for you and just go easy on yourself when the exact textbook response doesn't work for you modify it be resilient go easy on yourself something else to prepare for people aren't going to understand If you go into a shelter from your relationship, then you may be a little bit more lucky in this regard because you're going to be surrounded by people who are in similar situations as you. And they'll be different because everyone's situation is different. But you will have people who kind of understand what you're going through. But otherwise, you're going to be like we said in this whole new normal. And nobody else is in it with you. You may feel completely distant from all your people. You may try to talk to people and hear nothing but why from them. You may even be re-traumatized by people accusing you of not leaving soon enough or not seeing it coming. People will say really stupid things like, I wasn't scared of them. I knew what they were all about and I stood up to them. And you're going to feel the sting of their words. You'll find yourself being really annoyed and super angry by the pure ignorance of the people around you. How could they not get it? Why would they think that was an okay thing to say? Why can't they just listen instead of talking so much? There's going to be some people who throw that relationship back in your face. Not understanding that you did the best you could with the knowledge you had. People are going to be upset with the new boundaries you know you need to set. Because they don't understand the severity of what happened last time those boundaries were violated. People are not going to understand your emotional, fearful, anxious moments. They're going to tell you that's in the past and it's time to move on. People just aren't going to understand. And I'll just be honest with you. this, This can be one of the absolute hardest things to cope with. It creates this loneliness that just makes you long for nothing but understanding. And some days it makes you long for your past partner because at least they pretended to understand on some days. It's going to feel like it's impossible to move through this fog. And you're going to feel like you're not even a part of this world and that you never will be again. There's going to have to be a lot of grace that you give people during this time. Grace that you feel they're not giving to you and grace that they're probably not giving to you. But even showing grace, you are well within your rights to say, I don't want to talk about that right now. Or let's change the subject. Or I don't feel like you're hearing me. Do you mind listening first? Or that was a hurtful thing to say. I feel like you aren't understanding me. You never have to share your story. You never have to answer questions, no matter how much you care about someone or how much they care about you. You're allowed to set boundaries with people, letting them know that what they said is harmful or letting them know you're not interested in having that discussion right now. People are probably going to get upset and they're probably going to get angry. They may say that you're not helping yourself or you're not helping them. But go ahead and prepare for that. You know it's coming. Steal yourself. Go ahead and talk to yourself right now about how you're going to prepare for those situations. Remind yourself in your head, this is your life. It's your story, not theirs. You have a right to tell as much or as little as you'd like. They're not going to understand. So steal yourself for those unkind responses and give yourself permission right now. To let someone know, hey, you're not hearing me. When someone tells you how they could have or they did stand up to your partner, let them know. That's great for you. But we had a different relationship and it was a lot more complicated. People don't get it. And you know what? They should just be grateful that they don't understand. There's going to be a lot more to expect. Like I said everyone's journey is different but these are going to be some of the basics to look for right towards the beginning the good news you get better the situation the past the trauma it doesn't get better and it does not get easier and yet you get better at coping with the things that get thrown at you there's still going to be days that feel completely impossible there's gonna be days that you don't cope the way you think you should have and that's okay keep going keep moving through all that muck my therapist tells me a lot wade through it may feel like mucky swamp you may be crawling you may be swimming you may be army crawling you may be waiting but the key word is through you're making progress even on the days you do not feel like it be patient with yourself be kind to yourself you did the right thing you did the hard thing you didn't deserve to be treated like that no matter what you did no matter what you said no matter what they told you No matter what anyone tells you, you did what you could with the knowledge that you had. And you did what you could within the relationship that existed. I want you to really hear me say that. Those are not platitudes. They are not false cliches. They are things I have known to be true in my life and in the lives of so many others. You are strong. You are not broken. You did what you needed to do and you did what you could do. You did every single thing at the exact right time. Keep believing that. Write it down. Tape it to your wall. You didn't mess up. And you deserve better. If you're somebody who's walking next to someone coming out of a relationship Wade with them. Understand, there's going to be hard days. Keep your mouth shut for most of them. Listen well. Talk reassuringly. Don't tell them, hey, everything's fine. Don't tell them it's okay. Don't tell them to move on. Don't tell them you understand. Because you don't. Everything isn't fine. And they have a right to feel everything they're feeling. You're never gonna understand how difficult this is if you've never been there. So offer grace and compassion more than you offer advice. Respect their space, their time, their boundaries. Talk with them more than you talk about them. Remind them how loved they are and let them know that you're there for them and then be there for them. Tell them, Hey, you're strong. You did the right thing. You deserved better. No matter who you are in this situation, there are things you can do to move forward and to move through. Everyone has unique struggles. Find a professional to help you. I'm always going to re- recommend therapy for anybody who's struggled with any form of trauma. Find a trauma informed therapist that you mesh well with. If they don't work for you, Ask them for referrals to someone that they think would work well with you. Talk to a local crisis line worker about therapists in your area who may specialize in domestic violence or trauma or things like that. Find a support group for people who have been through what you're going through. Find people who can hear what you're saying and instead of offering platitudes can be understanding. And do some research on coping skills see what fits you best and modify it to work well for you nothing is uniform you get to live your own life now you get to do it how you want to you get to be the author of your own reality what will it look like you've overcome so much and i really want you around to see how much more great you can do you And your story have so much to contribute to this world. I want to really thank you for joining us throughout this series. We're going to take a little break while I decide what topic should we dig into next, Um, because this one has been pretty mentally draining, um, but super beneficial at the same time, because that's kind of how things are, right? So go ahead, and if you want to, subscribe so you know when it's time to jump back in and when we get back going. Thanks, friends. And as always, keep on.